Hello, this is Yolanda Murphy, and welcome to this Exceptional Journey podcast, where you will find inspiration to live courageously through adversity, empowerment to live freely despite your past, and ignition to live boldly in your purpose, all by walking the survivor's side of life. girl Yolanda Murphy back with another episode of this exceptional journey where of course I hope to inspire empower and ignite you to live your best life how have you guys been whether it's your first time whether it's not your first time hey now how you been how you doing (laughs) it's so good to be back I took a little week hiatus um I don't know if you can hear it but I was sick this week and I could not let another day go past without recording a podcast. So here we are. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, as always, for clicking over to my little corner of the podcast world and rocking with me just for a little bit. Real quick, let me plug my social media, as always. Um, You can find me at um, Facebook and uh, Instagram at This Exceptional Journey, and then on Twitter at TEJ Podcast. Even hashtag that, guys. Uh, hashtag TEJ podcast questions, suggestions, comments. I want to connect with you. Let me know what's up. So guys, first of all, happy black history month, more power to the people. Um, I haven't again, been able to record a podcast in a little bit, but so many great things have been happening in my city and around the city. Um, you know, in regards to black history month. So if you participated and it was a great time, let me know. Um, but let me go ahead and just jump into the podcast. As I always say, it's never my intent. (laughs) It is never my intent for the podcast to be long, but you guys know by now I am chatty Kathy. So I, when I get started, I get started, but let me go ahead, excuse me, and dive right in. As you can tell, Um, from the topic um, today, from the title. It is about reflections of my three years since diagnosis of breast cancer. Um, You know, there are some things in this journey, and I know there's probably a lot of people that can attest, um, after you get a diagnosis of something, um, that life is different. Like life is just not the same afterward, well, during or after. So I wanted to real quick just reflect um, before the end of February, uh, where, and you know, what has been going on with me mentally in regards to diagnosis of breast cancer. Um, so just to give you a a brief description, um, and if you've listened to previous podcasts, you probably already know some of this stuff. So I was diagnosed, uh, February 8th, 2016 with stage two B, um, uh, invasive ductal carcinoma, um, which is breast cancer. I had it on the left side. I had a lumpectomy, all of this good stuff, but I wanted to briefly discuss since it's the month that I was actually diagnosed three years since then. I I can't, I can't, where did three years go? I don't, I, (laughs) it doesn't feel like three years, but then again, it feels like it's been longer if that makes sense. Uh, because so much I've been doing so much, so many good things. Um, 
And so I've met so many amazing people, but we'll get to that in a second. But let me just briefly tell you, if you haven't listened to my previous podcast, um, I found my own lump in the end of January of 2016. Um, I waited for a little bit to see if it would go away. Um, I already had an, well, not an OBGYN, but a GYN appointment. Um, She felt the lump, immediately ordered a mammo. Um, and then from there I had a 3d mammo, a ultrasound and a biopsy literally all within 48 hours. Um, so they did the biopsy on a Friday and unfortunately I had to wait the weekend, uh, before I could figure it out whether or not, well, until they told me whether or not I had breast cancer. So how I found out, and again, if you don't know this, um, I was at work, um, sitting at my great old desk and, I, I recognized the number from the office. Um, I tucked away to a dark conference room, got the call. I took a piece of paper. I just felt like I already knew what she was going to say. So I took a piece of paper and a pen with me so I can write down anything that she said. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm sorry, guys. I Like I said, I've been under the weather. So if you hear me sneezing, hacking, coughing, if I'm not clear, I apologize. Um, so I tucked away to a conference room. Uh, took my pen, piece of paper, and she was like, yeah, you know, Miss Murphy, we do have bad news. It is, in fact, breast cancer. I still have the piece of paper that I originally wrote all of this on. Um, and she told me all of the details. She said, this is what you're going to do next. This is the doctor you're going to see. This is what. And she kind of like coaxed me into the next things that needed to be done. And I sat in there for a minute. Um, and I was shocked. I mean, who at in their 30s, 36 would ever think you're going to hear that you have breast cancer. You know what I mean? Um, it all happened so quickly, uh, from Friday to Monday. I mean, although the waiting game of course was the weekend, but my, I was already on pins and needles. I was already anticipating bad news. Um, and yeah, so I came out the conference room and went right back to work. (laughs) I kid you not. Like I, I think because I was still in shock that, what it meant to have cancer, um, because as we all know, you know, usually when you see cancer on television, it's terminal. Um, and growing up, um, that's what I saw. Um, I didn't really have anyone close to me um, diagnosed with breast cancer or any type of cancer um, as a child, um, or at least that I knew of. Uh, and it was a big deal. But I, I didn't know what else to do besides go through the motions and go back to work. So I, I took a couple days to tell my family, you know, again, if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, um, just to let you know. So that's how I actually found out in the month of February, February 8th, specifically 2016, um, how I found out that I had this sometimes fatal disease. Uh, so I wanted to reflect um, in this month before it's over what my life has been like since diagnosis Um, and not necessarily get into the nuances of what I've done, um, but more mental and emotional, um, where I have been, um, and it's not going to be a therapy session, y'all. There will be victory after this. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I cracked myself up. Um, so let me start here. My very first reflection, um, that I wanted to touch on is, what would my life look like if I was never diagnosed with breast cancer? Um, like I said, it's been three years. My life has drastically changed. 
um, not necessarily for the bad, but it's different. Um, but what would my life look like? Can I really see what my life would look like, you know, without breast cancer? Um, like would my path and purpose be different? Um, you guys know I'm Christian, I'm saved. And I mean, I believe God allows everything to happen for a reason. Um, and we'll get into that in a second, but what would my life look like? What would, like, would, would my purpose be different? Would my drive and my path be different? Um, and then would I be better off or would I be worse off, um, not ever being diagnosed with breast cancer? Just, these are questions guys that I literally ask myself all the time, um, yeah, these are, these are questions that I ask myself often. Um, and then lastly, how, if, or would, <laughs> looking for the right word, would other people's lives be different? Um, and to be honest, I can't really answer these questions <laughs> fully. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't believe that my path and purpose would be different because I believe what I'm doing, um, pushing behind breast cancer is no different than what I've done at my church with young adult ministry, um, or what I've done singing in the choir at church or, um, standing behind certain things at work. Um, everyone is an advocate of something, uh, whether it's in your own life, if it's about your family or your own family's advocate. Um, I think that, I, I don't believe that my path or purpose would be different because if you ask me path wise, yes, I, I think it would be different only because if I didn't have breast cancer, there would be no need, no need. Um, and I hope you hear the quotes and I hope you see the quotes. Um, there would be no need for me to be a state leader of young survivor coalition. There wouldn't be a need for me to be on, um, you know, the young adult cancer, uh, survivor advisory board for Lacuna Loft. There would be no need for me to be a part of all of these other organizations that I'm a part of, not necessarily because it's not needed, but all of these things, um, require direct connection to breast cancer at a young age. And if I didn't have it, of course, there would be no need for me to be connected. Um, it's always needed. I just wouldn't be the right person for it because if I didn't have breast cancer, you understand what I'm saying. I'm beating a dead horse. Um, so yes, I do believe my path would be different, but I don't think my purpose would be different because I believe that I was created, um, from a, from inception, conception, whichever one you want to choose. <laughs> I believe I was created to be a voice. Um, and it just so happens that my voice now is a part of the breast cancer community. Um, uh, but I've always been a voice. Like I said, different, um, organizations that I've been a part of before I had breast cancer, whether it's at church or at work. Um, I've, I've been a voice. I've been a leader in certain sectors and realms. So I don't believe my purpose would be different. I believe the path of where the purpose would be, would be different, but not necessarily my purpose. Cause I'm still a voice. Um, and then would I be better or worse off? That's a loaded question, right? Um, I don't really think I would be better or worse. I think I would be different. Um, 
in a few of my guest podcasts that I've done, and I have, of course, more to come, um, in a few of them, however, um, I've discussed how I believe breast cancer was one of the best things that happened to me. Uh, and not necessarily, <laughs> like, I know that sounds oxymoronic, but it allowed me to, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, and we'll, we'll get into those in the next reflection, but I don't think I would be better or worse off. I think I just, I would just be different, um, and contingent upon which area of life you're talking about. I mean, I've definitely grown spiritually. Um, I've definitely matured. Um, you know, my wisdom has increased. Um, and of course there's always things for me to grow in and, and to learn, but from where I was three years ago to now, I, I think I'm just different. I don't think it's a bad or good thing. It's just different. If that, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then lastly, how would other, li other, other people's lives be different? Uh, and I don't really know. I can't really answer that. I mean, we would have to ask other people, of course, <laughs> but I mean, I know I have family members, um, who have directly told me because of what I've gone through, uh, with breast cancer specifically, um, I have motivated them to live better, to live stronger. Um, I've had, you know, family members who have been strung out on drugs for years who are now clean, um, but have told me that they look up to me because of how strong my faith was in my, my breast cancer journey. Um, older, older family members, not people who were younger, but people who are like 10 years older to me. Um, just saying, you know what? You definitely walked your breast cancer journey with grace and with faith. And because of that, I look up to you and I feel like anything that I go through, if you made it through cancer, I can make it. So am I grateful for that part? Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I always want to be a light. Um, and for my friends who know me well, uh, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's difficult for me to be that light because I don't like being in the limelight. I hate it. Like I, I hate when people call me out or I hate it. I, it's, it's just something I know it's, it's weird. I don't know, but I don't mind being it though. If someone can, can get faith or increase their faith because of what I've gone through by all means, if it, if you can see that you can make it because of what I've gone through job done job freaking done. And I love it. So would other people's lives be different? I think so. Um, I can't attest to any more than what I've said, but I think so. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> so my next reflection guys is what is my quality of life? Um, and this again is a loaded question. If you haven't noticed, I ask loaded questions <laughs> because I mean, we have to think about it, right? That's what a reflection is. Um, and if you know of any others, let me know. But, um, a few things that, um, stuck out to me uh, during my journey from diagnosis to now, um, is, uh, I've had to take inventory. Let's start there. People, my career, school, um, church. Hello. Um, I, I really had to look at who I was, what I was and 
what I was to other people and what other people were to me. Uh, this inventory, y'all, this was some serious inventory. Okay. Um, and it, again, I don't think this was a bad thing. I, I don't, I don't think it was something, it was something that needed to be done, uh, because it kind of put things in perspective, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, it made me realize what was important. Uh, going through my breast cancer journey, definitely. And anyone can attest. I mean, if you have a life threatening illness, um, because to be honest, guys, I mean, this is how I saw it. And if this is dramatic, you let me know. But when I was diagnosed and I've been saying this since the beginning, to me, I saw it as a 50, 50 chance, either 50 chance cancer was going to take me out or 50 chance that I was going to live in a natural sense. You know, this is not taking into consideration my faith in God and, and all of that. But I'm saying on a very natural level, I have 50, 50 chance. And when you look at those odds and when you look at those statistics, you're like, oh, hold up. Like, wait a minute. 50-50? And then you start thinking about, okay, this 50% death, like, what am I doing with that? What is important? Like, what am I wasting my last moments on that are not important? Or people or places or things that I'm doing in my schedule that I'm just doing to be busy, right? Like, I'm doing it because, you know, it's what you do. No, sit down. It's not that important. It's really not. So I'm just speaking for me. Those were a few reflections that I had in regards to my own quality of life and what added to me and what actually subtracted from me. You know what I mean? Like whether, again, it was people or places or my job. It wasn't my job, though, because my job and my manager is amazing. Hey. Um, but. Yeah, I had to reflect on that. Like, what is my quality of life? Is this it? Like, is this what you want? The people you're surrounding yourself with, are they for you and not against you? Like, I had to start taking inventory. So what was important, figured that out. And I reflected, um, you know, when I, I started thinking about doing this podcast on that, um, because that was a big, that was a big deal. Because um, a lot of stuff changed. People who were around me all the time were no longer uh, people who who kind of weren't around me ever are now always, if that makes sense. And things shifted and things changed uh, for the better, for the better. And I'm grateful. So there's that reflection. <laughs> um, and if I really had to, if I really had to like hone in on what I'd learned in these last three years, um, I don't have enough time to really talk about it. <laughs> Because I have learned so much about me. I have learned so much about others. Um, I've learned so much in my relationship with God. Uh, I have learned so much, but I'm, I'm going to pinpoint a few, <laughs> a few things, <clears throat> excuse me, that I've learned. First of all, do not sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat it. Again, what is important? Is it important? Is it worth your time, your energy, your effort? If not, you can put this energy and effort towards something else. Don't sweat the small stuff. The small stuff is always going to be here. <laughs> Save your energy for the big stuff because you're going to have to, you're going to have to get it together and, and have that energy for, for the big stuff. Right. Um, and then love on purpose. It's so crazy. You know, one of my, um, personal development goals for 2019 is to cultivate, my already existing relationships. 
um, with people that I already love, they love me, but be on purpose about having a relationship with these people, whether it's reaching out and having a short conversation once a week, whether it's having coffee once a month, um, let the people you know that you love, let them know you love them. <laughs> let them know. Because here's the thing, we sometimes take people for granted. Um, and just like I went through my bout with cancer, there were other people going through stuff while I was going through stuff, people that I love. Um, and we just, you know, uplifted one another, but love on purpose, always love on purpose, hug on people, hug them. Ain't nothing wrong with hugging. I mean, come on. I mean, you don't got to be all lovey dovey. Come on. Hug. You never know what people need. You never know. So love on purpose. Next be to someone what you needed when you needed someone. I just said something. <laughs> I literally just said something. I can remember growing up as a teenager. You know, when you go through your teenage angst and you're, you think your mom doesn't understand, you think your dad doesn't understand, you think no adults understand, but you want that one person, you know, you want that one person, you just want to sob and cry on it. Like, oh my gosh, you get it. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're just being dramatic. But I'm saying that to say, be to someone that one thing that you needed. Because now that you've gotten it, why not give it to someone else? Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm talking in circles, but I now that I'm on the other side of breast cancer, um, am trying to be to another breast cancer patient or survivor what I needed in my walk. Because everybody's walk is different and everybody's walk ain't rosy, okay? But I, that's what I try to be. That's why I wanted to be a state leader. That's why I'm part of all of these amazing organizations so that people can see hope, so that people can see that there is life after diagnosis, right? So there's that one. And then love you just the way you are. Guys, when I tell you this was crucial for me, absolutely positively crucial uh, during my journey because my body changed. My body's still changing. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the last podcast, do that, please. Um, my body is still changing. My hair changed. Of course, it fell out. It grew back. The texture's different. My my hormones are different. Uh, just everything is different. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same, of course. But, but I had to learn to love me exactly where I am. I can't tell you how many times... Uh, you know, I reflect on like, say I go out to eat with friends and I let me know, please let me know. I'm not the only person that does this. Um, I reflect on um, going to church services or interacting with certain people, going out to eat with family and friends. And I reflect on the day or I reflect on the event and me being hard on myself as I always have been. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have did that. Oh, my goodness. You shouldn't have dot, dot, dot. And yes, there are times where I have to catch myself, where I have family and friends that are like, all right, bring it in. <laughs> and I love you. Thank you. Uh, but I've learned that where I am right now, no one has ever been. Because it's my journey. It is my specific walk. So I have to have grace with myself. I have to love me exactly where I am and be okay with where I am. It's where I'm at. <laughs> it is exactly where I am. So guys, if anything... Um, I, I, if any of my reflections, um, if anything that I've learned, um, has touched you, let me know, um, uh, because these could apply again, as always to almost anything. It doesn't have to be just with breast cancer. Anytime you go through a bad relationship, um, if you get fired from your job, 
all of these reflecting things can apply. So let's, let's consider what would your life be like if not dot, 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 if you didn't get fired, if you didn't get a divorce, if you didn't get cheated on, if you weren't in an abusive relationship, um, if you didn't have a child at an early age, what would your life look like? And again, these are just off the cuff things that I just thought about. What would your life look like? Would it be for the better? Would it be for the worse? And if it's for the worse, what are you going to do to make it better? Right? And then is your path, what is your path and purpose? After this, what is your path and purpose? And then how are you helping other people with what you've gone through? How are other lives being changed? Right? Um, and then what is your quality of life? You can't be the same after something. You're, you're, you're just not the same. You're, you're not the same. Literally how you tackle your new normal after whatever your thing is kind of sets your trajectory for your whole journey. At least that's what I found. I found that how I faced my diagnosis, how I faced my breast cancer journey, set the trajectory for my survivorship because I didn't have pity on myself. I didn't. I have my moments, still have my moments where I cry because of things that happen after. Of course, I'm not a robot. But what I am saying, though, is that I was determined that I was going to make it by the grace of God. I did. And at the end of the day, I wanted to be as positive as possible for other people to see that they can make it as well. Does that make sense? <laughs> I know I keep asking you that, but sometimes y'all already know. I'll be like, is this just my thought? What, <laughs> what is it? But I mean, what have you learned from what you've gone through? Take inventory. Let me know. Leave it in the comments. Hashtag TJ podcast. Um, because here's the thing, guys. Last question. If you were given a short period of time to live, what, what would be different? That's a question I asked. Let's count that as another reflection. If you were given a short period of time to be on this earth, what would be different? What would you do? Who would you spend it with? Um, what would you change in your life for good, removing or adding? What would you want to accomplish? Where would you want to go? These are all questions that I ask myself after diagnosis because that 50-50 chance was looming in the back, in the back of my mind, right? Um, that's it, guys. Like I said, I wanted this to be short. <laughs> I wanted to reflect in the month of February, um, you know, again, it being the month I was diagnosed. Excuse me. Uh, what life has been like since, since diagnosis? Um, and my life has not been the same. I'm grateful. I am so flipping grateful that my life is not the same. Again, I, I think that breast cancer is the best thing that happened to me because it's made me live on purpose. It's made me love on purpose. Do I have a ways to go? Absolutely. Do I still have things that I need to lean, glean and learn? Absolutely. But so far, three years out, I'm loving this journey. I am freaking loving this journey. The, I mean, and think about it. I wouldn't even be here talking to you guys, right? Like you would not be hearing my velvety smooth but congested <laughs> voice. I wouldn't be even talking to you guys right now. Some of the people that I've met, again, in these amazing organizations and conferences that I've gone to, trainings that I've been through, I would not know you guys. So I'm grateful. I am absolutely grateful. But again, guys, that's it. I wanted it to be short. <laughs> but let me know. Let me know. You know, if, if I had to give you guys a takeaway, reflect. Take inventory. What is your after going to be? 
what trajectory are you setting after in your new normal? Let me know. But that's it, guys. Again, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, definitely let me know. Um, hit me up on social media. I definitely want to connect with you guys. Uh, again, thank you so much if you've made it to the end for rocking with your girl just for a little while. Um, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And until then, guys, keep walking the survivor side of life. I'll check you guys later. Peace.